Hey everyone, welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. Um, guys, I decided to come back on here and no, I'm not doing another list. Okay, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm here to talk about the expectations for the 2023 Giants because a lot of the same critics are still talking crap about the Giants. And you know what really ticked me off? Some people actually think the New York Giants, the 2023 New York Giants, a lot of people are wondering if they're going to hit reality. A lot of people were saying, and these people were the critics that have been bothering me for the past years, for the past four or five years. And these are the same critics that talked crap about Daniel Jones. They were saying the Giants played out, out of their minds in 2022, but can Brian Dayball recreate the magic in 2023? Listen, look, if you're going to ask me, is the fantasy over for the Giants? Look, the 2022 iteration of the team was widely expected to be among the league's worst. Joe Shane and Brian Dayball took the reins and promptly uh, declined Daniel Jones' fifth-year option, demonstrating their own risk of belief in their quarterback. With the roster seemingly devoid of talent and hamstrung by contract, you know, albatross, it seemed like a clear rebuild year. Now, however, led by the creative genius of Brian Dayball, Mike Kafka, the all-or-nothing defense of Wink Martindale, and the astonishing breakout from Daniel Jones. The Giants eked out a 9-7-1 record and the sixth seed in the NFC playoffs. A you know, a first round, you know, a crazy first round matchup with the Minnesota Vikings even allowed them to rack up a playoff win before you know being blown out by the being blown out of the water by the mighty Philadelphia Eagles. A team with a surprising playoff run often tries to build off that following season. You know. It's you know that was one thing that I was that I wasn't surprised when a lot of people kept on kept uh, I wasn't surprised that this was going to be brought up. You know, a team with a surprising playoff run often tries to build off that following season. It's very difficult though. You know, it's very difficult. <sighs> though with increases in pay, a more challenging. A more challenging schedule and whatever other, you know, confluence of circumstances that led to, you know, the 2022 New York Giants rise usually no longer being present. Look, if you're going to ask me, can the 2023 Giants avoid the trap or are they destined for a significant fall? Well, look it. You got a guy in Joe Shane. You got it. You got a guy in Joe Shane from the Buffalo Bills. You got a guy from Brian Dayball from the Buffalo Bills. Both of these guys, usually, the general manager makes everything happen because the general manager controls the roster, you know. And the reason why I'm mentioning that is because the Giants haven't had talent to play. The Giants haven't had anything to play with. Like there has not there has not been any talent on this roster, you know, ever you know, like for as long as I can remember. You know, the Giants have the Giants offensive line has been horrible for the past you know, for the past decade or now. Now you got Andrew Thomas 
who is a talented who is a talented tackle because this guy is one of the he's one of the best left tackles in the NFL. Evan Neal is going to get better. The Giants still don't have a center, and they and the guard position is still in question. And like I said before, the Giants are going to fix. They're going to answer. They're going to fill those holes out in the draft. You know. The wide receiver, you know, the wide receiver market in free agency was it wasn't that strong. There weren't a lot, there was not a lot of great receivers. And if you were going to get a, if you wanted to get a great receiver, you would have to trade up, which is something Joe Shane wasn't going to do because he's not going to get rid of it. He's not going to get rid of a first round pick and possibly a player of the Giants for Jerry Judy. As much as I like Jerry Judy, no one's going to accept the Denver Broncos offer. You know, no one's no one's gonna give up a first round pick and a player for Jerry Judy. You know, so I think it's the talent. You know, and the Giants obviously. We get to the quarterback spot, and I mean, you know, I've I've said this a lot of times. I'm I'm gonna say it again. No one really thought Daniel Jones was the answer. This guy got, look at, if you're going to ask me, did he get drafted way too high? Absolutely. He was, this guy, Daniel Jones, he, he's, he wasn't expected to get drafted at number six overall, but he did. But that wasn't his fault. Dave Gutterman did that. Dave Gutterman made that decision to draft this guy. And Daniel, you know, and a lot of people, a lot of Giants fans and, this is where I, this is where I come from when I and this is where I come from where I say a lot of Giants fans want to win. A lot of Giants fans thought Daniel Jones was going to do something great because obviously Dave Gutterman knew something that a lot of a lot of people didn't. And the guy Daniel Jones, let's be honest, he had a pretty good you know he had a pretty good year in his first year as a Giant uh, with the Giants through 24 touchdowns and only 12 interceptions. That's not bad, but ever since his rookie year, you know, he fell off because he wasn't given any help. He didn't have an offensive coordinator. He didn't have an offensive line. Saquon Barkley was literally hurt, you know, two years during Daniel, during Daniel Jones' rookie contract, you know, and there, he didn't have a number one receiver. He didn't have a general manager. Now he does, you know. And look what he did. Even though the Giants schedule wasn't tough, he still did something that the Giants have. He, he still did something that the Giants haven't done in years. And that's go to the playoffs and win the playoff game. And look at he got his he got his money. And now a lot of now a lot of people want to bring back the negativity and say, are the Giants gonna have a fall going into next season? Because usually when we see teams have successful, uh, usually when, usually when teams have successful years, you know, especially with a new regime, that following year, they struggle. They can't struggle because the Giants finally have, you know, they finally have a create, they finally have, they know what they are. This is a team that's still rebuilding. Don't get me wrong. This team is still rebuilding, but this team will fight you. And I still believe that. I still believe that this is a team that will fight you for 60 minutes and will not stop until those 60 minutes are off, you know, are off the scoreboard. You know, this is a team 
that has a mind. This is a team that this is a team that believes if there's it doesn't matter how many points we're down, as long as we keep on fighting, we will, you know, we're gonna find a way. And not only that, Daniel Jones, he's gonna be playing in the same system in his second year, which has never happened. So Daniel Jones, he's gonna be very familiar with the offensive system. The offensive line's gonna get better. And the Giants, you know, they traded they traded for one of the best tight ends when healthy. They got some, even though the guys they brought in aren't top tier even though these guys aren't top tier receivers, these are guys that actually balled out. Paris Campbell, he's a pretty good wide, wide receiver. Jeff Wilson, never heard of him. You know, he you know, he was a guy that he was a guy that scored the game-winning uh, touchdown against the Giants in the in the uh, preseason game of in the uh, final preseason game of last year. You know, and you still got Saquon Barkley, and I'm I'm still I'm still you know on the belief that the Giants will sign Saquon Barkley to a long-term deal. You know, and you still got the draft, which is going to be a, it's going to be a lot of talent in the draft. So I don't know why a lot of people are bringing up this cl- this conclusion that the Giants are going to suck because oh just because they had a great year in year one it doesn't mean they're going to have a great year going into into their it doesn't mean they're going to have another great year because they have a new regime because they're going to bring in more young players who have no experience at the NFL level well that's part of rebuilding rebuilding it rebuilding you know rebuilding you're not going to have a great season. It's going to be ugly, and that's the part of rebuilding. Rebuilding is starting over and building something much, building up a better team, something that you couldn't build before. And now, that's what the Giants are doing. The Giants are still rebuilding. Don't get me wrong. But we we have a GM that knows what the hell he's doing. We have a GM that knows what it takes to win. Joe Shane said it himself. He's going to build a Super Bowl championship roster around Daniel Jones. Are you guys thinking, are you guys saying Joe Shane's lying? Because he's not. Why do you think, why do you think a lot of people are saying Daniel Jones, why do you think a lot of people are saying that Daniel Jones is going, he's going to be the second best quarterback in the NFC East? Huh? You know why? Because he finally has hope. And no, I'm not trying to disrespect Dak Prescott. I'm not trying to disrespect to any quarterback that's going to play quarterback in Washington. But we don't know what the Cowboys are going to look like. Mike McCarthy is going to be calling plays. We don't know how good he's going to do. Mike McCarthy hasn't called plays in years. Yeah, you got Brandon Cooks. Yeah, you got Stephon Gilmore. None of that matters. You don't have a coaching staff. So that's number one. And for Washington, yeah, you got Eric Bieniemy. That's a great hire. You know, but you don't have a quarterback. I like Sam Howell, but Sam Howell's a rookie, you know, and he barely got enough time to play on the field to even have ex- to even have any experience at the NFL level. But he did. He 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 went up against he went up. Sam Howell did go up against a really good Dallas Cowboys defense, and he, he crapped on the Cowboys. So I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is the Giants, I'm talking about the Giants overall. And what I'm saying 
is that the Giants finally have a GM that knows what he's doing. Dave Gutterman was, he didn't know what he was doing. Because if he did, he would have gave Daniel Jones help. And he didn't. If Daniel Jones had Brian, if Daniel, if Joe, if they, like, people, like, go over to, go, like, search up, like, go on YouTube. The media would, would tell you. Dave Gutterman, we now know what he's saying. Dave Gutterman must be, he must be laying back and relaxing and enjoying what this guy is doing on the field. Because he clearly knew something that a lot of people didn't know. If Dave Gutterman would have gained, and that's the thing. Joe Shane got, Joe Shane did something that Dave Gutterman couldn't. And that's give Daniel Jones help. Give him a good head coach. Give him a good offense coordinator. Give him Give him, give him a head coach that really cared about his work ethic. That was the, that was the one thing Dave Gutterman didn't do. If you knew, look at, if Dave Gutterman knew that this guy was the answer at the quarterback spot, why didn't he give him help? Because Dave Gutterman didn't care. Because Dave Gutterman, you know, because Dave Gutterman, he's an old timer. You know, he's an old timer. So that's my answer to that question. Are the Giants destined for a significant fall? I don't know. We don't know what we don't know what the schedule is going to look like. I do know I do know the teams that the Giants will be facing. A lot of people think the Giants, you know, which I I can't wait to do my record predictions, which I will be doing in like like um I'm going to do my record predictions either in July or in June 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 or July oh no I'll probably do it in May May June or July I'll, I'll let you guys know but we don't know but what we do know is that we got a quarterback in Daniel Jones who no one thought was going to be the answer for the Giants at the quarterback spot and look what he did he took the Giants to the playoffs, beat teams that no one expected him to beat. The guy beat Aaron Rodgers. He beat Lamar Jackson. Like, how did he do that? No one's going to, you know, like, no one's going to mention Daniel Jones' name because everyone looks at Daniel Jones like a modern-day Eli Manning. The way he talks to the media, the way he acts off the field, it's, it's very simple. He acts like Eli Manning, but on the field, he plays, he doesn't play like Eli Manning, Rich Eisen said it, Rich Eisen said it, Rich Eisen said it himself, Daniel Jones plays like Colin Kaepernick, he's an Eli, he acts like Eli, but plays like Colin Kaepernick, (sighs) the betting up, the betting, um, DraftKings, uh, they have the Giants win total. They have the Giants win total over under in 8.5 games. You know, um, obviously that's a really difficult one to bet as a team. You know, as the teams expected, as the teams expected wins based on their points scored and allowed in 2022 was 8.3 wins. You know, this 
does give a baseline for preseason expectations expectations for the Giants, at least prior to the draft. Eight to nine victories. You know, there are 10 teams who win eight or nine games in 2022. 8.5 is a pretty safe over-under choice for Vegas, but it does tell us more. You know, it, tell, it does, but it doesn't tell us much about the 2023 Giants. Let's talk about team numbers. One way to assess one way to assess how well a team performed and and that like in any given season is you know football outsiders DVOA which stands for defense adjusted value over average defensive defense adjusted value over average which really means which really means opponent adjusted value over average to account for both offense and defense DVOA takes into takes into account matchups in game situations to provide a teams and players true value without all the smoke of meaningless yards and fantasy points you know the 2022 giants 21st you know the giants in 2022 finished 21st in the nfl with a team deal of it, uh, dvoa of minus uh minus uh 4.5 percent one other 2022 playoff team the vikings at negative 13.6 percent they, the Vikings finished 27th. The Vikings were ranked lower. Hence the Giants' good fortune of facing them in round one of the playoffs. For reference, you know, over the past five seasons, only four, team, only four other teams made the playoffs with a worse DVOA than the Giants. All of those came since 2020 when the playoff field, you know, expanded to seven teams per conference. Football Outsiders provides a metric called estimated wins. Or in other words, EW. EW is based on performance in key situations and assumes average luck. The Giants' EW was 7.2, meaning that they won significantly more games than they should have expect. They should have, especially if a tie is considered half a win. This would indicate that the Giants cannot view 2022 as a building block toward greater highlights. You know, uh, greater heights. They were lucky to be where they were and must play significant. Obviously, they must play significantly better to achieve the same or better results. Let's talk about offense. The Giants actually managed to post the 10th tenth- ranked uh, offensive um, DVOA in the NFL at 7.1%. They faced the 12th straight. Uh, t- the Giants faced the, uh, the, uh, the uh, 12th. Uh, toughest defensive uh, slate in the NFL, but ranked 10th in pass DVOA and uh, 7th in rush DVOA. You know, the question is either or not the Giants... Here's the question. The question is either either or not the Giants can replicate their offensive success. Danny Dimes, a.k.a. Daniel Jones, took a big step forward in 2022, primarily by avoiding turnovers. He threw just five interceptions and fumbled six times. However, he also had a number of turnover-worthy plays that were not converted into actual picks. The guy, Daniel Jones, 1.1% interception rate against 3.1% turnover-worthy play rate shows that he was not as careful with the ball as his raw interception numbers may appear. That 3.1% mark was 12th in the league among among 22 qualifying quarterbacks graded by pro football focus. You know... Look, for the Giants to be competitive in 2023, obviously they will likely need Daniel Jones to make uh, to make more big plays in the passing game. Daniel Jones' big time throw rate in 2022 was a minuscule, you know, 1.4 percent, 
according to Pro Football Focus. The second, you know, the second lowest, you know, which was the second lowest among 38 qualified quarterbacks, you know, you know, um, he also dropped back 175 times. On third downs, this guy averaged, you know, Daniel Jones averaged throw traveled 1.2 yards short of the sticks. The set, which was, you know, the second worst mark among qualified quarterbacks. That kind, obviously, that kind of conservative play cannot continue in 2022, uh, 2023 for the Giants to be successful. Certainly, there's no reason to believe that Daniel Jones will at least be more aggressive on third down with the trade for Darren Waller and the pickups of Paris Campbell and Jamison Crowder as tight ends and slot receivers are often third down safety blankets. Meanwhile, there there's a question if the 2022 iteration of Saquon Barkley will be, you know, will be um, more like the first or second half of 2022. The Giants were wise to place the franchise tag on Barkley after he showed a noticeable decline in the second half of the season. The return of Matt Breida was a low-key but important signing to keep the team's running game strong. You know, the Giants will need their offensive line, obviously, to step up in a big way. Minus second-team All-Pro Andrew Thomas, their rock on the left side. The rest of the line is still shaky. You know, according to PFF, the Giants' uh, offensive line tied for 26 in the NFL with an 82.8 pass blocking efficiency um, efficiency rating. You know, um, according to Football Outsiders, they tied for 24th in adjusted line yards at 4.24, meaning that their line did not generate a lot of push in the run game either. Although most experts, you know... Most experts accept, you know, expect the Giants to pick a receiver with the 25th overall pick, which, which uh, shouldn't be a surprise. Don't, you know, like, or you know, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if the Giants go off at the blind, specifically center. John, uh, John Michael Schmitz can step in from Week One and is projected to be a late first round pick. You know, um, I'm pretty sure anyone can bet on that. I'm pretty sure anyone can bet on that at DraftKings too. The Giants' odds to take an offensive lineman in the first round are plus 600, which is an underrated value. Let's talk about defense. Um, Obviously, the the Giants' defense didn't play well as a unit in 2022, ranking 29th in DVOA, including 22nd in in a pass DVOA and dead last in rush DVOA. This output was particularly ugly when considering that the Giants faced uh, the eighth uh, easiest opponent offensive slate. Um, you know, um, the futility of the Giants' run defense was particularly remarkable when considering that they featured one of the game's most dominant run stuffers. Dexter Lawrence's selection as a second-round team all-pro undersells his defensive value. Now, um... Lawrence's 8.3% stop rate, defined as tackling, you know, um, defined as tackling, um, hold on, I forgot what I was about to say, um, define, you know, Lawrence's 8.3% uh, stop rate, defined as tackling the ball carrier for less than 40% of, of the uh, required yardage on first down, 60% on second down, and 100 and uh, 100% on third and fourth down, ranked 20th out of 70 qualified uh, defensive tackles. 
You know, but considering that this guy is a two-gapping nose tackle whose job was to easily clog, you know, was easily was to clog holes, you know, rather than to make tackles. That number is remarkable. You know, um, he was a monster in the middle, but the rest of the defense did not do its job in the run game. You know, um, across the board, no matter what traditional or and, you know, no matter what traditional or, or you know, or analytical, I can't pronounce the word. Um, and look, at no matter what traditional uh, run stat measured, the Giants' run defense was horrible in 2022. Um, bring, look at bringing in Bobby Okereke, you know, um, who should theoret who should definitely help the Giants in the run game. His 7.7% run stuff rate ranked 24th out of 65 qualified linebackers, while his 9.8% missed tackle rate in the run game was roughly average at 34. You know, still if he if this guy is replacing Jalen Smith, that's a statistical net wash and poss and possibly a slight loss. Now, um, Jalen Smith had a had a seven point two percent stuff rate, while ranking uh while ranking eighth among linebackers at just a four point eight percent missed tackle rate. You know, meanwhile, running back, meanwhile, running with Gerard Davis as you know, as the um other off ball linebacker is dangerous. The last time Davis qualified as a linebacker in two thousand nineteen. He ranked 20th with an 8.4 run, with an 8.4, uh, 8.4% run stuff rate. That number decreased to 7% on 165 run defense, uh, on 165 run defensive snaps in 2022. Then, uh, then it pummeled to 4.2% on 97 snaps in 2021. He played just 106, 106 total defensive snaps in 2022. The Giants obviously cannot rely on him as a starting linebacker. Now, losing Julian Love will also likely have a detrimental effect on Big Blue's run defense. You know, Julian Love ranked 18th out of 64 qualified safeties, you know, minus 250 run defensive snaps with a 3.4% uh, run stop rate and 14th with an 8.2% missed tackle rate. He was a, you know, obviously this guy was a very impactful run uh, run defender. If Bob, look, if Bobby McCain is indeed a, if he's, if Bobby McCain is indeed a Julian Love replacement, that's quite a perpetuous fall off. McCain ranked 47th with just 1.4% stop rate, you know, um, and was second to last with an appalling 27% missed tackle rate. Meanwhile, in pass defense, the Giants also struggled, losing Adoree Jackson for the you know for the latter part of the season did not help. You know, did not help. Jackson, you know, ranked 33rd out of 86 cornerbacks minus uh, 300 cover snaps. You know, with an 85.3 uh, with an 85.3 pass rating allowed, and 18th with both a 15% force incompletion rate and 6.25 yards per target allowed. You know, Jackson's seven missed games 
you know, Jackson's seven missed games, you know, contributed to the Giants' struggles against opponents' number one receivers. According to Pro, according to Pro Football uh, Outsiders, the Giants ranked 22nd, I think. You know, oh yeah, the Giants ranked 22nd against teams' top wide receiver targets compared to uh, third and sixth, respectively, against number two and number three. The Giants were also terrible in covering opponents' tight ends, ranking 31st in DVOA against tight ends, having, you know, against tight ends, you know. Having Bobby O'Karake in coverage should help, you know, should help minimizing the damage, you know, um, um, help minimizing the damage in that mid-range as he ranked 24th among 70 linebackers, you know, which he had, the guy had 200 cover snaps with with uh, seven, you know, with uh, seven yards per target allowed. Still, he gave up 1,000, um, still he gave up one 1,226 yards per cover snap, which ranked 57th and was targeted once every 5.4 snaps, you know, which was the fifth worst among linebackers. Overall, look, the Giants have holes all along their defense they need help on the defensive line despite the strength of Lawrence, Leonard Williams, and Kayvon Thibodeau. Their linebacking corps, you know, needs work behind Jackson. Their cornerback room is still razor thin. And Xavier McKinney, Bobby McKinney, and Jason Pinnock are potentially are potentially strong, but still a shaky, still a shaky safety group. You know, obviously let's talk about the Giants schedule. Um so, the Giants went 0-4 against the Eagles and the Cowboys in the regular season. In 2-6 two, in two and six total, that's how many games. The Giants only won twice against the, uh, the entire NFC East Division and lost six times to the NFC East Division. You know, um... Oh, no, the Giants went 2-6 the Giants went two and six, uh, against 2022 playoff teams. In 2023, they are slated to play eight playoff teams from last season with the Bills, Dolphins, 49ers, um, and the Seattle Seahawks joining their divisional foes. However, look at There are some other dangerous opponents on their schedule. Obviously, the Jets cannot be overlooked once Aaron Rodgers presumably joins the field. Um, joins the fold. The Patriots and their suffocating defense are always a tough out. The Saints look like a playoff contender with Derek Carr under center. You know, look at it, it never it never does to est- you know, it never does to underestimate other opponents either as the Jordan Love led Packers, um, commanders with whoever their quarterback will be, Jimmy Garoppolo out you know, Jimmy Garoppolo outfitted Raiders, and the Matthew Stafford returning Rams can always sneak up. The Arizona Cardinals are the only real question mark. You know, as without Kyler Murray and with a leaky roster, you know it's like I understand it's difficult to uh, it's difficult to imagine how they can win games, how the Giants can win games in 2023. Overall, look, 12 of the Giants' 17 opponents in 2023 finished last season with a DVOA greater than theirs. You know, obviously that's a daunting slate. You know, for a team that is still shaky talent-wise. You know, but look at it. I'm always going to say it. 
It always comes down to the yeah, it comes down to the quarterback. Now look at despite all the holes, despite all the other holes on the Giants on on this roster, the Giants' success in 2023 will be relying on Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones can take the next step and generate more offense, more offense for the Giants, this team. I'm going to say right now, this team can likely hit the over for their win total and make a run at the playoffs. You know, obviously, if Daniel Jones plays at the same level or worse than he did last season, the competition is likely to step to engineer a repeat playoff spot. The Giants would not have given Daniel Jones two fully guaranteed years at $41 million per year if they did not think he can make that step. Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka have shown that they can scheme receivers open. Despite Look at despite a continued lack at the top of the receiver depth chart, the Giants do have some nice pieces there in Darius Slayton. Isaiah Hodgins, Wondell Robinson, Paris Campbell, you know, um, Sterling Shepard, and Jamison Crowder. Daniel Jones was showing some nice chemistry with Daniel Bellinger before the, you know, before the latter streak eye injury which bodes well for a possible strong connection with Darren Waller. You know, however, 2017 serves as a warning for the Giants about what can happen when a team overachieves. You know, with expectations high, the team, you know, the team bottom out at 3 and 13. The Giants, look, it don't, look, the Giants don't expect that, but it's not a possibility to be completely discounted. If, look at if Daniel Jones regresses, injuries continue to mount, and the holes on the roster are exposed, a bottom finish could happen. You know, still on the whole, you know, the Vegas over-under is likely an accurate baseline expectation for these Giants. Look, they won nine games last year, added some talent, and still have their top coaches intact. Hitting the over, even by a game, can be enough to make the playoffs once more. And that's my ending to my summary to that. You know, look at, is there a great possibility? Is, is there a really good chance that this team ends up struggling? Because obviously, going back to the 2016 season, the Giants surprised a lot of people. And, you know, they went to the playoffs and they got demolished by Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, but they still made the playoffs. No, and ever since ever since the 2016 season, the Giants were lost, you know, for the past for for the next 11 years, and then here we're back in the playoffs, and now we're back to this question: Are we going to see a repeat of the 2007 of the 2016 and 17 Giants? Are will these new with are the 2022 and 23 Giants? Are the 2000, oh no, are the 2023 and 24 Giants, are those Giants going to end up like the 2000, the 2016 and 17 New York Giants or 2017 and 18 New York Giants? I don't see it happening because John Merritt took a different, he took a different path, did something that no one expected him to do. He went and hired two people that he's never met before. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have any kind of relationship with uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dayball. 
you know, until now, you know, um, and look what happened, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I always say this, sometimes you got to try new things, you know, it's like, it's like eating food, you know, you sometimes, like, you got, sometimes you got to try different, you got to try new things, either it's food, either it's, you know, either it's a roller coaster, you got to try new things, and that's what John Mayer did. You know, because he knew that this fan base was, was, you know, we were dying for a real head coach, for a real GM, and that's what we got. Now, now obviously the question is, do we have a real quarterback? I, I, I still believe in Daniel Jones, you know, and I'm gonna, and I'm going to continue. I'm going, I'm still going to uh, continue to believe in this guy because, hey, he proved a lot of people wrong. You know, especially in a new system. Now, and not only that, he's going to be playing in the same system as before. You know, so, and not only that, you got a general manager. I'm going to go back to the GM. The gen, we got a general manager that knows what he's doing. You know, and that's all I got to say about that. But look at if you're going to ask me, can Brian Bayball recreate the magic? Absolutely. Because he did it in Buffalo four years in a row. Why can't he do it in New York? And that's all I got to say about that, guys. I hope you guys en- I hope you guys enjoyed what I had to say about this. Um, about- I hope you guys enjoyed what I had to say about, uh, about the expectations for the 2023 New York Giants. Will the Giants go back to, will this, will this Giants team, will the 2023 Giants go back to reality? My answer to that question will be no. And guys, that's all I got to say about that. Like I said, I'll keep you guys updated for more Giants news and update. I'll give you guys more updates and news about the New York Giants. But until then, guys, I am out. Peace.